Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the annual episode on The Room, the greatest bad movie ever made, or as we like to call it, the greatest movie ever made. A movie that we covered on our very first ever bad movie month several years ago, and we determined at that time we are going to cover this movie every single August until the end of time. Um until one of us drops dead. Uh, so it's up in the air as to which one's going to come first, the end of time or one of us dropping dead. But we are here to bring you an annual episode on The Room. And if you listen to us in past years, we did a recap of The Room, obviously, back in Bad Movie Month. We did a commentary on The Room the following year. Last year, we ranked our top 10 favorite moments of The Room of all time. And this year, we're doing something fun where we are ranking the top 10 characters from The Room. <laughs> and there are approximately 10 characters in the room or nine. If you count the one who was split into two characters and we can't figure out why it's actually uh, 11, but, but you missed one and I'm grumpy about her. <laughs> well, we missed more than one because we also forgot doggy, but uh, <laughs> all the humans who have speaking parts and proper names in the movie will be covered here, and we are bringing you average rankings between myself, Ben, and Rossi, who, as usual, can't be here. Rocky. Uh, Rocky. Rocky, <laughs> usual, cannot be here. Uh, my name is Colin, and this is a beautiful party. You invited all my friends. And my name is Ben, and you betrayed me. You're not good. You're just a chicken. Cheep, 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 cheep. <laughs> You know, it's oh, funny. I, I go told. through the quotes every single year. I go through the quotes. I'm like, which one have we not used yet? But does it really matter? No, it doesn't. I just wanted to use, oh, hi, Mark, or doggy, or you're tearing me. Like, it doesn't matter. You can just use them a thousand times over and it's still perfect because this movie is the most perfect bad movie ever. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how this became a thing. I, I I guess we, um, when we did the room, it was Rocky's suggestion originally to cover it in the first bad movie month. And you, you just happened to join us. I think midway through doing bad movie month, uh, because we were covering Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> and swept away. I, was, I was there for Madonna. I had to be there for swept away. That was the main one, right? Why are we doing swept away anniversary? Where's that one? Bloody Please, hell. Never again, never <laughs> again. Uh, but the room was the movie that just, caught us all by surprise we're like yes this is a bad movie yes this is one of the worst movies we've ever seen but we love it and we all ended up buying the movie which is insane uh <laughs> but i stand by that now what four years later how many years are we into this three four uh this is our third anniversary so well three years later yeah three years so. later four episodes later on the room we have officially 
done more episodes on the room than we've done on no time to die over on double Oz seven. That's how much <laughs> we love this movie. And uh, I think we, the funny thing is you think we'd run out of things to talk about, but we had at least three separate things that were on the table to potentially do for this year. And we sort of decided very last minute, let's rank the characters of the room. And I'm glad we did this. And I, I, I'll, I'll just say this. Ben forgot how we did this last year, or maybe I forgot how we did this last year. I don't know, but um, we, we have a list, an average list here. We each did our own individuals and we're going to read it out on air here. Now I've been surprised by this list. Uh, I have only glanced at it as I was putting it into a word document and spacing it apart. So nothing gets spoiled from one to the other. Ben, you've kind of looked at this and you're a little bit surprised and I figured we would be because this movie is going to be all over the place as far as like characters. I, I, I just saw the number one and I was like, what the fuck? Like this is, this is the first <laughs> time I think on any of our shows that we have ever done rankings that I assumed that the number one would be unanimous and there would not be a single chance at the number one. Like I think the, the number one's such an obvious number one and yet it's not number one. Like I'm spoiling <laughs> it right now. Like I'm so like, I kind of get number one, but yeah, anyway, that's the only one I really got confused over. That's why I like when you send it to me, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> who's that person number one? But um, yeah, I, I don't remember how we did this last year. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'm glad that somebody at least remembers how we, we host episodes on the Oz Network. All right. So we are going to reveal this in backwards order, counting down from 10 to one. Uh, and just to give people an idea of the characters we are ranking here, uh, we are going with uh, all the main characters that have speaking roles and have names in the movie, apparently, because Flower Shop <laughs> Clerk is out. Well, I just want to clarify, apparently there are two that we haven't included, because if you want to classify the speaking roles, you have Flower Shop Woman, who is not <laughs> listed, and we have Barista. Well, there's a couple of baristas because they rank the cheesecakes. They, like, recommend the cheesecakes. So I'm just saying... Uh-huh. For all those room-like fanboys who are going to message in and go, oh, you didn't rank the baristas who recommended the cheesecake. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not doing that. I, I was a bit dirty we couldn't rank Flower Shop Woman because, you know, Tommy's her favourite customer. Johnny, Tommy, <laughs> we're the same person, <laughs> whatever. Um, but, yeah, that, that I just wanted to put a little asterisk there that they're the ones that we, we didn't get quite in the top ten rankings. Which the good news about that is we have another rankings we could do in a future year. <laughs> ranking the baristas. Ranking the minor characters of the room. That'll be a very <laughs> short episode. <laughs> and Doggy will be in that one, we promise. Oh, hi, Doggy. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go backwards here and we're, we're going to reveal it as our average rankings. But as we do that, we'll kind of go through, you know, oh, I had this person here. And maybe at the end, we'll kind of reveal what our lists are and talk it over. But uh, let's just get it started. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Look, I will gladly go first, Colin. You go first. in Japan, men come first. That's <laughs> what I've always said. And in Australia that. and Canada, just in general, men come first, especially on this episode. And in Canada, women don't come at all. Just ask Jamie. Uh, never mind. Uh, right, uh, moving on. <laughs> going that. Number 10, uh, a man who isn't really a character. He, what, replaced another character because the other guy, like, did we ever talk about the fact that that guy just walked out of production halfway yeah. through? <laughs> I can't remember yeah. talking about that. Um, Stephen. Uh, every time I hear that name, I think of my dad or I think of um, Jim Carrey saying the name Stephen in The Cable Guy. Stephen, my lisp is gone. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, he just shows up and says a couple of lines at the end, right? And what's the line he says? It's like, I feel like I'm sitting on an atomic bomb waiting to go off, um, <laughs> which is always a great line to use. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, he, I think I had him at number 10 on my list. I, I'm assuming maybe this is a clean sweep of number 10s because he doesn't bring anything to the movie. And this is a movie that yeah. nobody brings anything to the movie. So, I mean, you know, what, what can we say? <laughs> Yeah, that's the same as I had on my list. So this probably was a uh, sweep across the board. I don't have where Rossi's rankings are. We can kind of work it out Rocky. by looking at this. Rocky, Rocky. Come on, Colin. Rocky. <laughs> the funny, joke uh, dies Ro- when we stop calling him Rocky, all right? <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't remember what episode was we listened to. Oh, Ro- Ro- Rocky was telling me that he was listening to our um, Octopussy commentary because notoriously on 007, he ranked that as his favorite Bond movie. And he was just sort of commenting on some of the the, uh, the the attacks on him in that episode. And he's like, also, am I just always known as Rocky now? I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> the joke was born with Michelle and it dies when the Oz <laughs> Network dies. It's that simple, Rocky. Come on. Or when he dies. Uh, maybe we'll show him no, some respect if he dies. We'll have to have a tribute episode to Rocky. The, oh, the, the, tribute the Rocky tribute episode coming soon. <laughs> Annual yeah. Rocky tribute episode. Oh, you just killed but him yeah. now, too, by saying that. You do realize that. <laughs> but wow. uh, I, uh, I, I've I, got nothing really to say on Steven. Other, when I sent this list to uh, you and, and Rocky, uh, he had replied to me. He says, okay, I have no idea who half of these people are. And I have to say, Steven and Peter were the same character. <laughs> <laughs> Peter became Steven because Peter stopped shooting the movie and they never explained it. Uh, to me, I almost want to rank Steven higher for that because it's one of these like, why is he in this movie? Why is he? Why not just write a different character? But yeah. I mean, what can you do? He is half of a character. If that, I mean, he's a third of a character because I think he has one scene just in the party scene. So Steven, easy number 10, I guess. Bye bye, Steven. Thanks for being here. All right. And now we're up to number nine which uh, I'm, I'm going to see, where did I have this person on my list? I I had them a little bit higher on my list, but number nine is Michelle. Uh, Michelle, if people don't remember, was uh, one half of the couple that decide to use Johnny and Lisa's apartment uh, <laughs> to have sex in <laughs> for no reason whatsoever, just because it's more convenient. Uh, I, I don't know. The only thing I could really say is what separates uh, Michelle and the, the, the boyfriend, uh, what's his name, Mike, Mike. Uh, is that I, I think she has one other scene with Lisa, but there's not really any quirk to the character. Whereas I think with Mike, uh, when we get to him, I, I, he had maybe one more memorable moment. But uh, Michelle's she's not going to be high on this list. But uh, still, I mean, there's no character in this movie that doesn't have, even if it's a bad thing as far as the filmmaking goes, a bad thing about that character that you can laugh at. And for her, it's. Why are they having sex at his apartment? I, I want to send out a shout out to a website, popculturedeepdive.com, which they have done a room character power rankings. It's the only one I could find online. So they, they do a pretty good write up on most of these. There's one that I'll be very critical that they write up on, which I think is a bit ridiculous, but they have Michelle at 10th, only one ahead of Flower <laughs> Shop Lady. Um, and they basically say, and I think this sums it up, sums up Michelle well, no one goes to a screening of the room quoting Michelle lines. I think that says enough. (laughs) Um, I have Michelle at number nine as well. Yeah. I think that Peter gets, uh, not Peter, sorry, Mike gets ranked higher. And for the one reason that, uh, this person has as well, because there's a, at least one memorable scene, I think with Mike that you remember, but, um, yeah, Michelle is there. She, she is in this movie. That's all I can say for her. Yep. (laughs) 
All right. right. Next up. Me. Sorry. Yes. Well, I, I know. Again, I, this is like just, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's late at night. Let's blame it on that. Uh, number eight. Uh, it's it's Peter. Uh, Stephen Origins. It's Peter. Uh, <laughs> who, can I just say, I'm looking at this photo of him on this website. He kind of looks like a poor man's Anthony Edwards. Uh, as in the actor, not the basketball player, just for those NBA fans listening. Oh, number one draft pick, Anthony Edwards. No, the guy in ER and Top Gun. Um, yeah, I mean, he plays football, which is good. Um, and he's a psychologist that always says psychologist. I, I wanted to, why does he walk out of the fil- film? Like, what happens? Yeah. Uh, and he's the one who gets, like, nearly thrown off the roof by Mark, too, isn't he? Right? Like, Mark's, mm-hmm. like, about to throw him off the roof. So, and, yeah, like, things you remember about this guy. And he's got a look about him where you go, oh, you're the geeky guy Anthony Edwards look alike. Um, but, I mean, you know, I mean, Stephen was only a couple of spots lower than this. I mean, the, the character in general is pretty lame. So, one half is 10th and one half is 8th. So, and I, I also had Peter at 8th. So, so far, the bottom three are my bottom three so far as well. Oh, did Rossi just Rocky just copy your list? Maybe he, he's known for copying things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I've got nothing much to add on Peter. Um, he was just ahead of Steven on my list. Uh, I, I honestly think if you had made this one character, it probably would have come closer to my top five. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what purpose he's. He's a psychologist. Uh, <laughs> he appears at a party. It, it, when you see the second half of the Steven character, you're like, he, he would have had a bit of a character arc. I kind of would have liked this, but we don't end up getting that. So it's unfortunate. Seriously. I, uh, I just, I, what is the reason? Why does this guy, like, does he realize how bad the movie is? And he just walks out. Like, that's hilarious. I, that's what obviously happened in Tomb Raider with Daniel Craig. He just left. He just yeah. left production. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go do Bond. This movie sucks. <laughs> but I, I, I know that uh, the disaster artist, which was another thing we are potentially going to be covering this year, uh, it gets into a little bit of the behind the scenes on this. I don't remember any scenes explaining this, but maybe it's in the movie. Uh, I also know that this movie took forever to film. Like they just went on and on and on. So I doubt many of these actors had, you know, agents banging down their door uh, saying, hey, we really need you to audition for James Bond you know, or Tomb Raider. <laughs> Somebody's got to fill in for Daniel Craig on Tomb Raider. Kill but Phil maybe three. he's the, well, he kill Phil three. Well, yeah. And they might as well stick with the room, uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's possible he's the one uh, proper actor in this movie who just had another job come up. I don't know, but, but maybe we'll get him on the show one of these years to to find out. Now he, and he'll uh, walk out halfway through the interview, probably, and we'll have to get him will, the guy yes. play we'll, Stephen. We will, <laughs> I will pay him to walk out halfway through the interview just so we can bring in Stephen as his replacement. Uh, number seven, I guess no surprise, we're kind of just grouping all the characters together here. Mike. Uh, Mike gets a little bit higher, as we said, because he has some moments in the movie. We have the great scene. Uh, where <laughs> and it's one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie. Is just I don't want to give it all to Mike, but where he's just trying so hard to tell the story about how his underwear uh, or yes. got stuck in Johnny's couch. <laughs> Me underwears. <laughs> and then he just gets tackled to the ground. Um, <laughs> He's involved in some football. He, he he loses his underwear. That's something for him, I guess. And he got, doesn't he get fall, falls into the trash compactor or something along those lines as well? That's um, when they tackle him, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing, so on this website, they've got a gif of it as well. The The funniest bit to me is when he's like getting like head by Michelle and he's got that look on his face where he's kind of like... <laughs> Like, that's to me how I picture Colin when uh, the, the one time Jamie's done that. But uh, they describe this on this website as the single greatest acting moment in the 21st century so far. 
of uh, Mike getting making that face while getting blown by Michelle. Um, but I mean, again, like you, you, you remember him, like you remember the underwear moment, and just yeah, again, never explain why he just goes into the apartment to have sex, but. Um, Sure, that's that's why it is. But yeah, I, I also had him at number seven. So so far, this list has uh, yeah, Rocky. You're gonna blame me. if you don't like the number one. Ben. Well, the number one's not my number one. I'm telling you that now. Hashtag not Ben's number one. Just to spoil that. All right, yeah, I'm gonna read the next one. Okay. Um, at number six, uh, it's Chris R, uh, aka guy with gun. <laughs> Which again. One of the myriad, of, like, I don't know why we keep pointing out one of the things that doesn't make sense in this movie. I think we need to point out the things that do make sense in this movie because everything else doesn't make sense. So he's basically holding Denny up at gunpoint uh, on the roof and then he just what gets taken to the police station uh, without putting up any sort of fight for it. Just ridiculously hilarious. I want to say that on this pop culture deep dive website, they've re- ranked Chris R as the second best character in the room. They've actually got them at number two. So whoever the author of this is absolutely loves Chris R. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, so funny. Just it's just ridiculously, and it just it just reminds me of the the Songify the Room song, where it's just like, "Where's my money, Denny? Where's my money, Denny? <laughs> Stop ganging up on me!" <laughs> <laughs> and and the best character in the room to wear a beanie. Oh, sorry, a toque. Yeah, so I'll put it under your level of English. You know, here's the funny thing. I ranked him. I think all of our bottom half of the list is the same. It's all the minor characters. Uh, unless yours is different. I don't know. Maybe Rocky's was different. No, my but, six um, to 10 are the I same had, as this list. Yeah. And I had him at number six as well, but I really wanted to include him in my top five. I just, I couldn't <laughs> justify bumping him up a spot higher above the other people on here because he, I think we talked about this in the recap. He is the one actor, if you want to call him that, in the movie, who's yeah. giving it his all. Like, he is really out there. Like, it, it's overacting, yes. It is very overacting. But suddenly he appears in the movie, and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Like, that escalated quickly. Um, I, and I just, I love I love the one scene he has, because it is the most absurd scene, This probably the single most absurd scene in the entire movie. And he's playing it like he's in a Scorsese movie on a Tommy Wiseau film. The, the thing that's hilarious about whoever wrote this article is they clearly hate Denny because they keep referring to him as, like, this mentally challenged, uh, like, <laughs> like basically say they don't know if the actor had a mental disability. So they've got this line here that says, any character in a bad movie who pulls a weapon on the mentally challenged character is special in my book. Um, that is a write-up on this website. So thank you, random author. But, yeah, number two they have, Chris Arrett, number two. Number two. Uh, so yeah, that's wow. Top five pretty quickly there. Colin, good job. Uh, and our number five, uh, this is kind of surprising considering he's gets the second lead in the movie. Uh, the BFF Mark number five. Hang on, do it properly. Oh, hi, uh, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Number five, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know, it's funny though, looking at my list, I only had him one spot higher. I had him at number four. But um, I, I may revise my rankings just by looking at this. I don't know. But I, I don't know. What, what what holds Mark back from being higher than number five? I mean, he's the second lead in the film. I had him at number five as well. Um, he's just a douche character. Like, I mean, this is the thing. Like, he, he's a dick. Like, he basically <laughs> is all like, oh, Tommy, I would never betray you. Tommy, Johnny, just whatever. Um, and then he basically sleeps with his best friend's <laughs> girlfriend, wife, whatever she is. You know, like, I mean, th- I think... 
Lisa's not far away on my list either because at the end of the day, they're horrible people. Uh, yeah. You know, we 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 love Johnny because he's, you know, he's he's our hero. He's our all-American man. So, like, you know, these people. But in all seriousness, if this was a proper film, like a realistically acted and written film, you would hate these two because they are douches yeah. to their friend. So, at the end of the day, they, I mean, yeah, he's the second uh, lead in this movie, but what does he really bring to this film except for his penis to Lisa? He shaves. He does. And he <laughs> wants to not talk about his sex life. So, and he gets said hello to. So, I mean, if this was 007, we'd be ranking him higher because he's part of a famous quote. Uh, so, <laughs> he'd be like number three I'm, on this list, wouldn't he? <laughs> I'm still so disappointed because um, I, I guess not this time last year, but this time maybe a little under two years ago. I saw a flyer posted downtown in Winnipeg that said they were doing a special screening in the room with Greg Sestero. Where mm. He was going to be here. And I'm like, I'm going to this. And I think I even told you, Ben, you, you got to fly down to Winnipeg to see this. <laughs> like, yeah. We can meet Mark. We can actually say, well, hi, Mark. Because uh, that, was, that was about the same COVID time canceled. when, yeah, because I remember I legitimately was thinking about it. And then that's when, around when Jim Carrey was coming to Vancouver. And I'm like, nah, yeah. screw I'm going to see Jim Carrey. And then, yeah, it got cancelled. So, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I would have done it. Yeah, stupid COVID. <laughs> Don't get to see Greg <laughs> and Jim Carrey. Who would you rather? Um, definitely Greg. <laughs> oh, hi, Greg. Um, at number four, uh, which I guess is keeping in, uh, oh, it's a tie. No, it's a tie for Ooh. three here. Um, All right. So let's, let's. You talk about the first, I'll talk about the second. Well, I question Rocky's methods here because there's only way there's a tie if we all ranked those two the same. Because you've, how tiebreakers work, Rocky, is whoever has the highest gets the spot. That's at least how we do it on Double Oz 7. But uh, <laughs> I want to see your math, Rocky. I want to see your math. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, well, I'll go with the first one on this list. Uh, number three is Lisa. Uh, I had her at number four on my list. But, uh, I mean, again, just similar to what I just said about Mark. Like, I mean, she's a horrible character. She's the worst. Like, she's deliberately, like, cheating on Johnny for what reason? Just to, you know, because she's bored and she just <laughs> wants something, some action, basically. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the actress because, again, she's not brilliant, but I think that's what's brilliant about her is just that, She's kind of got this look about her where, you know, if this was on a soap opera, she's probably winning daytime Emmys. Um, so, yeah, like, she's good at being a terrible character, which is weird to say because she's not a good actor. Like, am I making sense with this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at my rankings here, and I think I may be to blame for some things coming up. Uh, so get ready for Ben's hatred on Colin. I ranked Lisa at number two. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you my reasoning why. Uh, it, it's it, it's it's all because of how confusing her character is because literally from one scene to the next they can't keep her character straight she is loving girlfriend to guilty girlfriend to girlfriend who hates and wants to kill her boyfriend from one scene to the next like it is so all over the place and there's no other character in this movie that is more scattered than her in a weird way, in a bad movie, I want to say she's the one character with depth. We have no explanation to her depth. <laughs> we have no explanation to her <laughs> character arc, but she is so all over the place. Like, I can't ignore how great Lisa is as a character when she's got so much to do. I mean, as an actress in a Tommy Wiseau film, you can't hope for more than to be able to play 
she has multiple personalities. You write one scene in here where Lisa has multiple personalities and she's the number one character. I look, I the thing is like I agree with everything you say. I think just looking at my list, though, the three that I've ranked higher than her also come down to the fact that I can say the same thing to me and more memorable. Um, I feel like you're right. Like, I mean, the whole baby sequence, and then what is it when when Tommy Johnny's dead? What does he what does she say to like Mark? Like, oh, at least we can be together now. <laughs> like, I yeah. think that's what you say. <laughs> the thing that I, I whoever wrote it, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna be judgmental because this person's being judgmental in the article. I'm assuming that a woman wrote this article because this is what they say about Lisa and basically bagging out Tommy Wiseau. I can confidently say that Lisa is a manifestation of pent-up misogyny from Tommy Wiseau. She's literally a character who cheats on her perfect fiancé simply because she's bored. And that is the explanation you get when you pry. She cheats just because, I don't know, that's what women do. It's kind of messed up when you think about it, and since I enjoy watching this movie... I try not to. So this author is basically implying that women never cheat and that oh, this please. is a bad thing. Like, I mean, she actually, whoever writes this article goes on to say later on about um, Johnny saying that like, oh, maybe Tommy Wiseau wrote the character about Lisa because this happened to him. And if so, maybe it can be forgiving. Well, yeah. Like, it pro- I guarantee that's is. what happened. This <laughs> whole movie is a vanity project. How is it misogynistic to say that a woman cheats? Like, that is not misogynistic. Especially if, if this is a lot of women cheat. <laughs> and <laughs> it happens, people. Um, but we talked about this in the recap that you can read everything in this movie as him writing his own life. And gee, I, what what would it be like if I had killed myself? How would those terrible people have felt? That's this, this entire movie is him his revenge because somebody hurt him. If you were to say this is an autobiographical film, you can't call him a misogynist. You say he's writing his own experiences. And if there's anything in this movie that clearly was real, it clearly happened. It was Lisa and Mark. Like, yeah, let's let's say there's a reason why they're the worst characters in the movie. That's not misogynistic. That and is his experience. And this is the thing, too. Like, here we are talking up the artistic merits of the room. Jesus, wow, we've really <laughs> developed in three years of doing these episodes. But, like, if this is legitimately Tommy Wiseau speaking from a personal experience and it's art, what's wrong with that? Like, it's it's kind of like how in the in the recent 12 or so months with the whole, you know, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears thing, how they're basically saying Crimea River was disgusting because he implied that Britney Spears cheated. If Britney Spears cheated on him, he has every right to write a song expressing his feelings. It's called Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has made a living off this shit. <laughs> Adele. <laughs> They're sexist then, if that's what it takes. Jesus Christ. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> uh, let's get to the second half of our tie for number three. Everybody's favorite mentally challenged character, Denny. <laughs> Yay, Denny. <laughs> you know what's so weird about this is that when I look at my list, uh, I had Denny ranked at number five, so this weird tie may come down to the fact that I had Lisa number two and Denny number five. I had Denny five. at three. I had Denny at three. So yeah, yeah, well, but you know what? In my entire top five, I'm like, I don't know how to rank these people. I could almost make a case for any of these to be number one, but for it's it's the same confusion I feel with Lisa's character for me, but with Denny, I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> you really scratch your head with Denny, like you really scratch your head. He's so watching people ask- have sex. Sorry, I thought you'd finish it. Keep going. I'm being very rude today. <laughs> he watches people have sex. He's involved with drug dealers. We never have any explanation for any of this. Uh, and maybe if you had an explanation, I would rank him lower than fifth. I don't know. I I, I kind of like the fact there is no explanation, but it's just the most bizarre character. If Lisa is the most all over the place character in this movie, he is the single most bizarre character in a movie of bizarre characters. 
The, the, the question I was just quickly asked, so just to clarify, you had Lisa at number two? Yeah. So I had her at number four. I had Denny at three and you had Denny at five? Five. So, yeah, so you see, Rocky, you've done this wrong. Lisa should be number three. There's no t- there is no tie. Lisa's well, number three. Well, unless you ranked Lisa, like, at number eight. No, but because it's whoever has the highest overall. So, like, as in if – unless he has Denny at two as well, then it's – so, like, well, if Lisa's got a number two ranking, she's got a higher ranking. I know average is the same, but that's how I work it out in 007. If they've uh, got a tied it, average, whoever has a high – this is not that complicated. I'm the dumb one on this show. In all fairness to Rocky – here um <laughs> he kind of got our lists at like i don't know 11 o'clock his time last night i didn't know Trump- i had to send it to him until you told me <laughs> I, I told you like two days before that <laughs> we worked no because you asked this. you said do i you said something about getting it to rocky and i thought you meant like you would send yours to rocky and i would just keep mine and then when you're like have you got your list of rocky yet i'm like uh I meant to, and I wasn't planning on writing my list until like an hour before we did this episode. So I'm like, fuck, I'm laying in you, bed, I'm half asleep. I'm like, oh, well. I'm you apparently have no idea what we did last year. <laughs> don't blame don't, Rocky. Ben has like memory show. loss from only 12 months ago. You know how many episodes of this show we do? We've done over a thousand episodes in like three years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, let's, um, say, let's say then for, for, for Ben's ego here, Lisa's... Higher than Denny. <laughs> well, I just think based on the law of our... Anyway, but I um, know Denny, Denny on this list on this website, number seven, like, come on, what, what's going on? But I mean... He's mentally challenged. Come on. You know what? <laughs> if Tommy Wiseau's a misogynist, whoever wrote that list has something against mentally challenged people. They do. They hate the Paralympics. Um, But I think, like, yeah, similar to Lisa, but I think the brilliance of Denny is that while Lisa's kind of in this whole film and I guess is integral to the plot of Johnny... Denny's just there. And, like, it's just, like, who we're going to get on this list very soon Soon as somebody who's, like, so random. Like, Denny is just the most, the epitome of randomness who just has even more stuff because basically it comes down to the fact that it's, like, he watches people have sex, he does random drug deals, he, you know, stop ganging up on me. Like, I mean, it's just it's so <laughs> random. But, like, it just comes to the fact this creepy little shit. And, like, this is the thing. Johnny and Lisa don't exactly say to Denny, like, oh, you little creep, don't watch us. They obviously encourage him to watch them have sex. Yeah. Like, seriously, this is where it gets even weirder. So, no, Denny's fantastic, and it's an uh, <laughs> underrated restaurant chain in North America. <laughs> uh, that brings us to our number two, and um, I think, again, I may be to blame for this one. Uh, I obviously can't be the only one to blame, but our number two is lead character of the movie, the man whose oh. vanity project this is, Johnny. What uh, the hell? Which... <laughs> I, I again, I gave my case for why I ranked Lisa higher. Um, I, I think I'll stand by that. I love Johnny still, though. As I said, all these top five characters, I could have made an argument to be number one. Uh, but it is all a vanity project. I mean, he's it's the performance more than the character. If we're ranking greatest performances of the room, then obviously he's number one. <laughs> but uh, for characters, you know, it's it's. It, it, there's another one that's that's higher on my list, which is so going you, to be our number one. Where did you have? I had a number three behind Lisa wow. and my number so one. You which are is still to blame. Reason. You are. I know I'm to blame. But you know, you're to blame wow. for six through ten because it's all your list. Jeez, I want to redo my list now. Um I mean, he's my number one. Like I again, I, I assume this would be a clean sweep. I just thought this was an easy list to have him at number one. But 
I mean, you talk about how he's performing. If you, I mean, that's why he's number one because, like, he's just brilliant in this performance. And as he's described on this uh, website, he looks like a person, uh, like God crumpled up a person like a piece of paper, then unfolded them. <laughs> yep, I can see it. But like, I mean, all the lines in this movie are him. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, doggy. Uh, you know, cheap, 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 cheap. Just everything. The fact that he doesn't know how to have sex. Uh, the fact that he's like gonna record everything. Like, oh, I got to record everything. And just the scene at the end. Like, if he was a one scene character when he's like killing himself and he's throwing, why? And he's throwing everything. I mean, that alone gives him the number one spot. So I'm actually really, really surprised that he's not our number one. But I guess number two is the next best thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I could have been swayed. That's a good argument. But, I mean, I really want to stand by my number one. Maybe I could have bumped him up higher than Lisa, but I don't think that would have changed our number Even one. Even if you there. did, nothing's going to happen because we don't have yeah. the freaking – like, Rocky, provide your work. <laughs> Show us your work, Dennis. Remember that from last year? Show us your work, Dennis. <laughs> Show us your work, Rocky. If you had to send us how you worked out these averages, because somehow I'm not believing you that this – like, I think you're sneakily – Here sneakily he going, is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here he is doing work for us at like 11 o'clock at night. He's probably got to go to work in a few hours. And you're like, come on, Rocky, show your work. I mean, in all seriousness, why is Rocky in control of this? (laughs) (laughs) Because he can't be on the episode. And the whole idea was to be be on the episode, which is what we did last year that you can't remember. But what, why why can't he be on the, the episode? What's his excuse? Well, at, at the time we're recording this, I'm about 20 minutes away from starting my work shift, and Rossi's an oh, hour, Rocky is an hour look, ahead of me. So look at us probably people right now. With, with employment. Aren't we all amazing? But, um, <laughs> I like I don't think I've been on an episode with Rocky since like the one we did on Double Oz set. Like, what is he got something against me? Like, he just doesn't got, like I, me. A lot of people have something against you, Ben. Well, that's true. Shouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, well, that's very true. That's not a lie. Um, well, that means our number one. Uh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> she was number two on my list, but apparently she's number one. Claudette, a.k.a. I definitely have breast cancer. I mean, <laughs> literally, that's the only thing she brings to this movie. Is No, is, no, no. <laughs> I mean, she's randomly there. So, what, well, she's Lisa's mum, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, she's fine, but like, I just, the reason I ranked her so high was just for the fact of the most obscure line in movie history that literally goes nowhere. Like, honestly, people bag out. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. It gets everywhere. Like you can understand the reason why Anakin Skywalker says that he's from a sand planet. Of course he would hate sand. Like that's, that's valid point. Hashtag explaining logic behind Attack of the Clones. It's what we do. This line just is nothing. Like, it's just like, it'd be me going, hi, everyone, welcome to the Oz Network. It's a great day to be here. I have testicular cancer. And tomorrow on the show, we will be speaking with Tommy Wiseau. Like, what What does it mean? Um, why is it this think- on T-shirts? I definitely well, have press <laughs> Some people may be offended with that. But uh, I, I, uh, I think you're underselling Claudette here. There's her bizarre grudge with her brother over... <laughs> <laughs> their, their money and their estate there's he's taking drugs <laughs> come on clock that i can't ignore the whole i have breast cancer and he's taking drugs she is like the nosy character who just butts herself in there's a reason for her to be there not like 
you know, characters like Peter and Mike and Michelle who are just there. Claudette's there because she's nosy. She butts herself into everybody's business. The only thing we're missing is for her to appear at the end of the movie and be like, he's trying to kill himself. Like that's what we need because he's got testicular cancer. If we had that, she'd be number one on your list. Tell me she wouldn't be. Oh, maybe. But I also forgot the line here from Denny when she says about he's taking drugs away. Dude's like, you're not my fucking mother. Uh- <laughs> I mean, yes, but like, I mean, come on, you people still remember the breast cancer lie, though. I mean, that alone would rank her in the top three. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you've added, you've added stuff there. You've added some weight. You've nearly swayed me. But sorry, to- Tommy is Johnny is my number one. Tommy Johnny. I'm going to assume that Rocky also had Claudette oh, at number one. Yeah, uh, 100%. so. Good job, Rocky. Uh, you've done your job. Next, you, you know what? Next time, so that Rocky doesn't rig this, because like, what? He's probably just sat there and gone, "Oh, Colin does this, Ben does that. Okay, well, if I do this, I get my way. Cool, good on you." Uh, <laughs> let's send it to Noah next time. <laughs> Let oh, Noah do the work. Yeah. Noah doesn't have a life. He can't get a date. He's, he's got to have a break for being racist every now and then. So you know, <laughs> why not? Uh, I'm so glad. Tell me, tell me what the um, the the other website said about Claudette. Okay, uh, Lisa's mother, Claudette, starts the top three strong. She is completely superfluous in this movie. With so many re- so, thank you. Uh, and that makes her scenes even more enjoyable. Like, literally every word out of her mouth doesn't serve as the story. There is no use beating around the bush as to what the best moment is. It is this line, which is, without a doubt, the best line delivered by someone other than Johnny. Before you ask, no, this is never brought up again in the rest of the film. It's a, there's a link, by the way, to the YouTube clip, if you're wondering. She just declares to her daughter that the test results say that she definitely has breast cancer, and they move on. It is never referenced again. Lisa shows her concern for her dying mother. Rather than being the life-or-death situation that it should be for her, it is simply another thing she needs to worry about. Claudette is in is in this movie because apparently she spends time with the daughter with a ridiculous frequency. This movie takes place over a fairly short time span and she's at their apartment on numerous occasions. Most notably, besides the breast cancer reveal, is when Denny gets held at gunpoint by Chris R. After learning that he owed him money for drugs, she chews Denny out for being involved with that type of person. Denny, for his part, responds, you're not my fucking mother, leaving us to thank Tommy Wiseau for including such an unnecessary character to be yelled at. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it. <laughs> Seriously, you, you need you need a, a moment there. I need to find out more about this website, Pop Culture Deep Dive. I, I'm I'm wondering here. The, the most recent headline, I haven't been updated since 2019. Why did Peter Sarsgaard host SNL? I don't know. You tell why? me. <laughs> why? He's a good actor. There's no reason why he shouldn't. Who is this person? Who are you, Pop Culture Deep Dive? Is there an about section? Uh, Jake Christie. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a. It's not a woman. Oh, sorry, Jake. Sorry, did I assume oh, your gender? he's a misogynist. Yeah, Jake, you misogynist. Anyway, um, wow, that, that was a quick let's, episode. <laughs> let's quickly run through, because uh, I got a few minutes here, let's quickly run through what our top tens were, uh, which I think we've kind of gone through already throughout the episode, but might as well uh, run it down anyways. So um, my, oh, I don't have it open here. Uh, stalling, stalling. Here we go. I had my number 10 is Steven, number nine is Peter, eight Michelle, seven Mike, six Chris R, five Denny, four Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Three Johnny, two Lisa, and one Claudette. Uh, I had 10 Steven, nine Michelle, eight Peter, seven Mike, six Chris R, five. Oh, hi, Mark. Four, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Three. Uh, Denny's, it's an American institution. Uh, two, Claudette has the breast cancer. And number one, <laughs> Uh, it is Johnny. Should have been number one. You had Claudette at number two, so what's with all the shock? 
there's well, the shock is that she's number one, and then Johnny's not number one because, I, as I keep saying, I thought it was a clean sweep. I thought this was the most obvious rankings we have ever done. I think we said the same thing last year when when the "You're Tearing Me Apart" Lisa came in number four on but our. Wasn't that Rocky's moments. fault? Didn't Rocky have that at like number nine or something from memory? I don't, I don't remember. I, you just think everything's Rocky's fault. It's always <laughs> just, Rocky's you're fault. You're like, why doesn't he, does he have somebody against me? Why does he come on episodes with me? Every time his name comes up, what is wrong with Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the guy sat there for like 34 hours and didn't say a word during our Survivor Oz rankings episodes, but um, yeah, I, I, like Rocky, come on a fucking episode, you wimp. Like what's, what's you know what? what, what? We'll, we'll say this right me. <laughs> Rocky, you pick your movie, your TV show, whatever, and Ben will do it. As long as you appear on the episode with Ben, we're like, giving like you anything launch. that Rocky wants to watch. I'm not watching that bloody witches movie that he watched. That looks shit. <laughs> Twitches, Twitch, hey, come God, on. twin sisters who are witches. Why wouldn't you want to watch that? <laughs> well, I mean, twin sisters you haven't yet, but witches. I don't want twin sisters who are witches. I want twin sisters who are like gymnasts or something like that. Like I don't know, like <laughs> <laughs> Rocky. You find the movie about twin sister gymnasts and make Ben's it or there. break it. When are we covering make it or break it? That is a great TV show. Uh, stick it. All the oh, gymnastics stick it. You know what? If if Rocky, if you want to do Stick It, a movie oh. about gymnasts, Ben yes, will be there. Please. I will be there. We'll do Stick It as long as you're on the episode with Ben. That's your challenge. Stick It is a movie that Ben Waterworth likes. Um, so, yes, great soundtrack, Stick It. Underrated soundtrack. Just going to say right now. Uh, I haven't heard it, but I'm sure it's you know just as good as The Suicide Squad. No, Suicide Squad's better. But uh, Stick It, great soundtrack. It's got Missy Elliott on it. Come on now. Yeah, we run this, and yeah, we run this. No, all right. Rocky, you want to do a karaoke episode? Ben will do it. <laughs> so will Noah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll cover Pussy Galore. <laughs> Double Seven. Uh, no time to die. Coming in twenty twenty four. Yes. What are we doing yeah, next we, year for this episode, Colin? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we've got tons of ideas we floated around. We talked about getting an interview. We talked well, about... Uh, I've been saying that I mean, for two years. Look how far we've gone. How can we, we get Fran Drescher, but we cannot get, like, Stephen from the room? Get, let's get Claudette. We <laughs> could say, we have ranked you alive? number one overall. <laughs> tell, come on, tell us. If you've survived breast cancer, come on and tell us. Uh, I don't even know if she's alive. She doesn't even have a page on on Wikipedia, so that's not good. Uh, oh. Carolyn Manette... Um, she says she was born, doesn't say she's dead, so that's probably <laughs> It said a good she thing. was born. <laughs> oh, she was in That's My Bush. Do you remember That's My Bush? That was a funny show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the parody of the Bushwoods, yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Oh, it says she's still alive. Uh, she hasn't acted since the Room Actors' Where Are They Now TV series. <laughs> well, let's do the podcast version of that. Let's get her how, on. How do you make a TV series of the Room Actors' Where Are They Now? Can't you just, like, do one episode on... Oh. There's only ten people in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else? Another thing that uh, I think we talked in past years that I, we forgot about, we also said disaster artists, but uh, doing the, uh, what is it, the the Best Friends show oh, yeah. with uh, Tommy and uh, Greg? Yep. That's got to be another one on the list. I think disaster artists is the one we really should do. I think we should do that next year. Um, but Get the answers yeah, I mean, to the Stephen question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, no, I mean, look, if we get an interview, that will happen. Uh, but see, I'm sad. I don't have my uh, "You're Tearing Me Apart" T-shirt anymore. <laughs> I, I left oh, it back sad. in Canada, so you know, sad. But I've got an autograph of Tommy Wiseau somewhere. Did we we mention that that happened yeah. in the last twelve months? You so, had that displayed for quite a while. 
I did. If, I, yeah, I think we did it on the episode. But for those who didn't hear it, maybe they only tune into our room episodes. I bought a T-shirt off the room website. So they have room merchandise. I think we've talked about it before. So I got the <laughs> You're Tearing Me Apart Lisa T-shirt. And... I got like the back and forth between the whoever it is who sends. I honestly think it's just Tommy Wiseau. Like the yeah. name is like <laughs> Jack Smiggins or something like that. But they were like, because I like there was something wrong on their website. I thought it was free postage because like it doesn't charge you for postage. Sweet, free postage. And I was living in Canada at the time. So I'm like, okay. And then they write back to me like, oh, like, sorry, like there was something wrong with the website. Like, um, we have to charge you for postage. Is that okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. So it was like 10 bucks postage. And I'm like, oh, for the muck around, we will send you a signed Tommy Wiseau postcard. <laughs> uh, so, like, I got it. And it literally says, like, too bad and Tommy Wiseau. I, I don't know what else it says underneath it. But, um, again, I assume that's Tommy apart, Wiseau. Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so How I does have he a not Wiseau sign order. all of his pictures, oh, hi, and then insert person's name? Oh, hi, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I, I, that's my connection to Tommy Wiseau, a T-shirt that's in my apartment in another country and an autographed card, which I'm pretty sure I brought with me back to Australia. So I'll, I'll dig it out next year for the fourth anniversary. And you know what? Let's just say this now. If nothing else, we will get Ben Waterworth on to do an interview talking about his experiences getting an autograph of Tommy Wiseau. That will <laughs> oh. be the room <laughs> fourth wow. anniversary. So I wrote off to Tommy and I didn't know what to expect. <gasps> Tell us more, Ben. It'd be like a true crime podcast, you know. Find out what Ben Waterworth thought when he got it in the mail. I started to open the envelope and then I couldn't believe what I saw. Find out what he, the reveal was next. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the reveal. Getting a room autograph. Coming soon to true crime podcast on HBO. There we go. We got we got uh, a mini series coming next year. <laughs> Lots of stuff to look forward can, to. Can we actually do a mini series, like in all seriousness, in the lead up to the tenth anniversary of Survivor or slash the Oz Network? Can we do the truth behind the Worlds Apart preview episode? What oh, really yeah. happened? <laughs> Who said what? <laughs> we finally speak to the people involved in the saga. <laughs> Noah Groves get the villain edit. <laughs> Noah Groves finally speaks out after all these years. I just wanted to blame Ben. Now everyone thinks I'm racist. It's time for me to speak the truth. It's <laughs> the best Noah impression I've ever heard. I know. It's like he's on the episode. <laughs> Can't believe it. Uh, well, that's a wrap for another year of the room. <laughs> Something will wow. never die. But coming up soon, we have, um, I'm guessing we're going to be doing an interview of Free Guy. That's coming soon. An interview. Of free guy, so and Ryan Reynolds is on the show. There he is. <laughs> a re- we're going to interview on a Ryan Reynolds interview for the last couple of months. Interviewing yeah. Ben Waterworth about his experience. It was a lonely day. <laughs> the theater was empty. I had it all to myself. Speaking Just to Ben me Waterworth Ryan. about that time, he wasted like five hundred days of his life tweeting him for no reply. <laughs> Oh, there we God. go. Mini series are stacking up. Remember that? Remember when I wasted my life doing that? He says hosting the Oz Network. Um, yes, free free guy will probably be our next uh, spoiler free review. Then I think um, the Marvel. I keep forgetting what it's called. Um, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Thank you. And then, yeah. as I think Mighty we mentioned. Ducks. Marty Ducks, definitely coming. And then, as I think we mentioned, I think we'll do a separate one for the Oz Network for No Time to Die. I feel that uh, we'll be a bit more specific over on Double Oz 7. And kind of if we're we're doing what we did with Spectre, we basically had, what, an hour and a half conversation spoiling, like, our review, whereas I think we could do a half-hour spoiler-free review here. Um, Mm -hmm. So... You know, we, we any excuse to talk about it. So, uh, I, I mean, Noah asked me the question the other day and it got me worried because I don't know if I've missed some news, but he was like, do you think they're going to delay it again? I'm like, what? They're, they're thinking about <laughs> delaying it again? Like, if they do, I'm like burning down MGM. 
Oh, wow. If Damjan gets burned down now, we're going to know why Ben's not on the episode. Uh, exactly. <laughs> when it comes to James Bond, Ben has powers. He can make things happen. I know Jeff Bezos. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> he owns James Bond now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so lots of exciting stuff coming, plus the regular Breaking Bad and 24 coverage and everything. And Lost um, is coming soon officially, folks. I'm guaranteeing you it will begin in only a couple of weeks' time. And literally ooh. it has been nearly two years since our last Lost recap episode. So there you go, folks. Get excited. excited Lost is coming back. My favourite season of Lost coming soon. Season five, it is. You are, you're right. You're up to season five. So uh, we get to see what happened to old gummy joe and jeremy bentham so get on board with juliet and the nuke that's all we can say thank you everybody for joining us for third anniversary fourth year covering the room until next year my name is colin and oh hi benny (laughs) and my name is ben and i definitely have a closing line of this episode thanks for downloading this episode of the oz network Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the oznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff? Yes, sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah! If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon! That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. (laughs)